Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Phoenix Cast. I am your solo host today, Rachel Reed, and I wanted to talk with you today about all those little red flags you may be noticing on the lawn in the plaza. On Friday last week, the PCA's wonderful staff and volunteers spent the entire morning setting up thousands, yes, thousands of red flags as a kickoff event for Relationship Violence Awareness Month in October. The Phoenix Center does this each year and refer to this setup as the Red Flag Campaign. The Red Flag Campaign was created many years ago by the Virginia Sexual Assault and Domestic Violence Alliance because they were noticing that college-age folks weren't aware of how common relationship violence is on college campuses and what the red flags were of someone being in an unhealthy relationship or a potentially abusive relationship. So what are the current statistics for relationship violence on college campuses? The current statistics is one in five college-age students experience relationship violence. So if we take that one in five statistic and apply it to our area campus, if we have 61,000 folks on our campus, that means 12,000 people are experiencing relationship violence. Yeah, that is a lot. One of those 12,000 students could be a student you sit next to in your 9 a.m. class on Monday mornings a student who serves your lunches at the dining center, or be the president of your student organization. As we continue our conversation about relationship violence, I want to briefly go over some statistics about folks who report experiencing relationship violence. Studies have found that one in three women have reported experiencing relationship violence in their lifetime. One in four men have experienced physical abuse by an intimate partner, Trans folks experience higher rates of relationship violence in public settings than other folks, and disabled folks have a higher lifetime prevalence of abuse than folks without disabilities. These statistics show that anyone can experience relationship violence, but some folks are more vulnerable to experiencing this violence than others. With that being said, let's narrow our scope in to focus on women of color and their experiences with relationship violence. The most recent report from the National Intimate Partner and Sexual Violence Survey found that 56.6% of multiracial women experience relationship violence, 47.5% Indigenous women, 45% of Black women, 34.4% of Hispanic women, and 18.3% of Asian women report experiencing relationship violence in their lifetime. With folks of color's population being pretty low in this country, those are some pretty high rates of relationship violence that women of color are experiencing. And this violence has an immense impact on how women of color are able to navigate the world, especially their health. A literature review reviewing the impact of interpersonal violence and the impact it has on women of color's health found Black women report experiencing disordered eating patterns, suffer from adverse medical health outcomes, and have unexplained menstrual irregularity. Latina women who experience relationship violence report experiencing pain and difficulty sleeping, have an increased prevalence of depressive symptoms and PTSD, 
report having an overall poor health, and report having experienced pregnancy coercion, manipulation of contraceptive use by their partners, and unintended pregnancies. Specifically, immigrant South Asian women who are survivors of relationship violence report experiencing overall poor physical health, an increase in depressive symptoms, suicide attempts, and suicidal ideation. Immigrant South Asian women also report more discolored vaginal discharge, burning in their urine, and unwanted pregnancies compared to Asian women who are not survivors of relationship violence. To summarize what we've talked about so far, we talked about what the Red Flag Campaign is, reviewed some statistics about relationship violence and the different populations' relationship violence impacts, and specifically talked about how relationship violence impacts the health of women of color. Now that we have all this information, what red flags do we need to be cognizant of when we're evaluating our own relationships and the relationships of our loved ones? Let's talk through this. One red flag folks should be aware of is isolation. If, for example, you have a friend who is in a romantic relationship and you notice that friend is no longer hanging around you and your other friend group, or when you text this friend, they rarely respond, you may need to check in on them to make sure they're okay. Another red flag folks should be aware of is controlling behavior. If you're in a relationship and your partner begins to tell you what you're allowed and not allowed to eat, set a timeline on how long you're allowed to talk to your parents on the phone, or your partner demands you send them Snapchat photos every time you're out in the community so they know where you are at all times, you may need to evaluate what's going on in your relationship. Other red flags folks should be aware of include manipulation or gaslighting, the feeling of needing to walk on eggshells around your partner, a lack of consent, not respecting boundaries, or physical and sexual abuse. If you want to learn more about red flags that can appear in someone's relationship, check out the Red Flag Campaign's official website at www.theredflagcampaign.org. If you'd like to look more into the statistics and studies that were mentioned in this podcast, we'll have citations for each of those studies in the podcast description. Bummed you didn't get to help set up the red flags last week? No worries. You can email us at info at the PCA.org or check out our Instagram at Instagram handle at Phoenix Center to sign up and help us tear down the red flags. We will be taking down the red flags in the plaza on Friday, September 23rd from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. As you all have been listening today, if something I said resonated with a personal experience you or a loved one has had, please call our 24-7 helpline at 303-556-2255. If there is nothing else you remember from this podcast today, please remember this. Survivors, you're not alone. The Phoenix Center is always here to support you as you process and navigate your experiences. I'm Rachel Reed. And thank you for listening to the Phoenix Cast. I look forward to learning with you next time. <laughs>